Hello and welcome to another episode of Love London, Love Culture. I hope everyone's keeping warm uh, and looking forward to the um, Christmas season. Um, yeah, so today is very, very cold at the moment here in England, um, which is lovely in the build up to Christmas, but I'm really hoping it'll stay this way. As much as I don't like the cold, I want a nice uh, frosty Christmas, but it will be lovely. Um, I know other people who are probably listening in have um, experienced much colder conditions than we've got here at the moment, but um, for us here, it's uh, it's a novelty, so it's quite quite lovely. Um, so because it's December, because we're all getting hyped up for Christmas, I thought this episode would be a good sort of time to sort of chat about um, a lot of the Christmas. Uh, shows that are on in London uh, and thereabouts. Um, that there is so much going on as you'd expect, and as always, theatres at this time of year are doing their best to sort of entertain as many different types of audiences as possible. So I just want to chat to you a little bit more about that um, and give you a bit of a bit of a feel of what's going on. Um, I have included. I am going to talk about uh, a couple of shows, which aren't Christmas related but if you're looking for something that's not festive at all I thought it'd be best to sort of include them as well um, just to give you a little bit of a heads up um, as well that it's not all about Christmas in London. Uh, so the first uh, thing I'm going to talk about, the first show I should say, uh, is a pantomime um, because obviously it's a, such a great tradition over here um, it would be cruel not to mention pantomimes in a, uh, a podcast about Christmas shows. Um, this one I went to see is at, currently playing at the New Victoria Theatre in Woking. So if you fancy venturing outside of London, uh, do come and pay a visit to, to that theatre. They've got a brilliant production of Cinderella on at the moment. Um, it's starring Brian Connery and he's just such a brilliant choice to play buttons he's also co-written this panto so a lot of the humor is very well balanced between adults and children um but initially um it was a bit of a surprise with so much of the humor being directed to adults for the first 15 20 minutes um which probably settled the adults in made everyone feel relaxed uh, because obviously sometimes with pantos, the humour aimed at kids can get a little bit repetitive and things. So it's mixed it up nicely. Um, so bravo to everyone who's involved with that. Um, the choice of music and songs with a few tweaks as well um, were equally well chosen. Um, but for me, what also made this, this pantomime special was the fact it was a little bit more of an emphasis on the friendship between Buttons and Cinderella. And not just her falling in love with the prince, blah, 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 um, which was really lovely. And there's actually some really brilliant uh, physical comedy aspects in there as well. So do look out for the sequence in which Prince Charming is singing to Cinderella um, buttons, basically coming in to interrupt it. It's a really well choreographed um, scene um, that I can, that still makes me chuckle, chuckle at the moment. Um, obviously with Christmas there's a lot of versions of the Christmas Carol around 
Um, that's no different this year. Um, and actually, sadly, given everything that's happening in the world, um, energy crisis, etc., um, it feels like it's, it's it feels more of a pertinent story than 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 ever before. Um, this first version that I'm going to mention is at the new theatre, uh, Marlin Bryan Theatre, um, very close to Baker Street Station. Um, don't do me and try and get lost along the way. Um, because it leads to a lot of stress. It's literally five minutes from Baker Street underground. So um, it's a lovely little theatre as well. Very cosy, very warm and welcoming, first of all. Um, I think it's a really nice addition uh, to London's theatre scene. Um, so the show they've got on currently is A Sherlock Carol, um, which is very clever, um, uh, very heartwarming. Um, and it just... A effectively brings together the character Sherlock Holmes and brings him into the world of A Christmas Carol brilliantly um, as he investigates the mysterious death of Ebenezer Scrooge um, and it turns Sherlock Holmes into this dour, grumpy individual who doesn't want Christmas and has to go on his own journey of why Christmas is important while trying to solve this mysterious death. Um, I love the way in which it's been written. I love the way that the characters have been slightly reimagined. Um, yes, in terms of production value, yes, it is a little bit basic. Um, and they could have done a little bit more with it, but it has that sort of unique charm about it. Um, and it was a really um, fantastic vibe to it. The audience were really into it and chuckling along. It's not a completely serious show. Um, and as I say, it leaves you feeling completely and utterly heartwarmed by it all. Um, so it's a really, really lovely little show. Um, again, if you want to go away from the sort of main, main theatres in London, do take a take a visit uh, to the Marleybone Theatre. Um, now I'm going down a different route, so it's another um, version of a Christmas Carol, but this one's called Ghosted, um, and it is very much an adult pantomime um, or pantomime like take on the Christmas Carol. So there's lots of innuendos um, involved. Which is absolutely fine. I don't. I don't mind innuendos. I can cope with that. Um, but there were times for me, for me, and I know everyone around me in the audience at the other palace were really laughing their heads off, really enjoying themselves. Um, but it was just a bit, bit too much for me. But I did enjoy this contemporary vibe. Again, it, it's showing once again just how important this story is, um, you know, in terms of you know, cost of living crisis and things like that, and you know, how we can help each other out a little bit more. Um, and it's, but you're, you're sure to have fun. It's never, it's never preachy. Um, it's never, you must do this, you must do that. It's something to be, just have fun with. Um, and as I say, it's, it's a speedy production as well. An hour and a half, um, although I do feel like 
perhaps I'm not sure whether the need is an interval or not. Um, for me, they could have got zipped through that, but no, no problems at all. Um, but yeah, it, it's good fun. Um, so do check out our full review on the website, as with Cinderella and uh, Charlotte Carroll as well. Um, so in November, at the end of November, I went to see Elf the Musical. Now, I went to see it a few years ago when it first came into the Dominion Theatre. And I have to admit, that first time around, I wasn't overly impressed by the production. I don't know what it was. Um, and here's a confession as well. I hadn't seen the film. Um, so when I went in, I went in completely blind. And that time, I just, I, I didn't feel, I felt like it was a bit soulless um, production-wise. Uh, I don't know. It just, it didn't float my boat at the time. So this time around, I wasn't quite sure how I was going to feel about it and how it was all going to come come across. Um, but it turns out I felt left feeling completely heartwarmed um, with a big smile on my face. And for those who don't know, it's based on the Will Ferrell film. Um, and he's trying to find his family, get to know his real family as he's not an elf. Um, songs yeah they're fine i mean obviously because it, as a musical it's only going to be once a year that you're going to hit them so you're not gonna you're not possibly going to want to leave singing them um but i do feel like there were some sweet moments uh, the casting was just spot on the production values as well were really well done and um it, it was as i say just a heartwarming uh, show to sort of and it did put me in the Christmas mood so again thank you to everyone who's worked so hard to get this show back into the, the West End um, it was it was worth it and the cast are just brilliant um, I even found myself waving at Santa Claus as he was coming is coming out in his sleigh I was just like what is going on here this is this is not usually me um, it does make you believe again in the power of, of Christmas and what we can can do. Um, so yeah, so that it was a really good fun show to watch. Um, so back to pantomimes, um, the Hackney Empire, um, which has been around for 120 years, so it is uh, one of the gems in London's theatre crowns uh, crown, I should say. Um, I haven't been for a while. I was supposed to go and see the pantomime this year, Mother Goose, but couldn't for a variety of reasons. Um, and it's this one is stars and is directed by Clive Rowe, who has become such an important part of pantomime there. And I've read a lot of the reviews for this this one, and every single one of them seemed to suggest that Clive Rowe. Is brilliant in this um so if you can get to it uh do do feel free to um i feel like it's it's definitely one to one to watch um so yeah so it's a really really lovely lovely little lovely show apparently um filled with all the this sort of traditional aspects of pantomime that you would expect um 
just opened this weekend um, is the London Play Journal's pantomime offering. Well, Jack and Beanstalk. Um, the cast is led by the likes of John French, Julian Clary. Um, so it's a real all cast, uh, star cast, I should say, um, production. Um, that is probably guaranteed to bring lots of families in, lots of fun, lots of entertainment. Um, and uh, yeah, it probably will be one of the spec more spectacular um pantomimes uh that will be on display i've seen a picture of it and i'm not quite sure what they're going to do but apparently it looks as though in the auditorium they have put an actual beanstalk um, i'm not quite sure how they're doing it how they've done that what the intention of that beanstalk is um hopefully no chance will be climb, trying to climb down um on it um but um yeah, it's an extraordinary um, place to have a pantomime and it's always guaranteed to sort of bring in bring in the crowds. Again, just like the Hackney Empire, the London Palladium is well known for its pantomimes. So um, if you are going or planning on going, I'm sure you'll have the, the best time, um, time there. Um, moving a little bit more... Outside of the West End, um, we've got A Christmas Cow um, at the Rose Theatre in Kingston, uh, which is a local theatre to me, um, which is lovely. I'm actually going to see it today, so hopefully I'll um, keep an eye out for um, my review, which will hopefully be coming either later today or tomorrow before I head into the day job. Um, yeah, so this is, again... Obviously, another Christmas Carol that's made the list. Um, this one uh, is written by, <coughs> sorry, <coughs> uh, Morgan Lloyd Malcolms, um, and it features a woman playing Ebenezer Scrooge. So, and obviously with the Rose Theatre, they have a cast um, that's a mixture of adult and child performers, which is lovely um, because they've got their own theatre group, um, so they're supporting future future talent in a lovely way. Um, they had their opening night the other night and I haven't had a chance yet to sort of see what's, um, what is happening with that. Um, yeah, so I can't wait to see it. Um, again, with the Rose Theatre, they're always, they always go all out for their Christmas shows and you always feel, when you come out, really festive um, and it's well suited for families um, of all ages um, so this could be a really interesting one uh, particularly if you um, enjoyed uh, Amelia which is also um, written by Morgan <laughs> Lloyd Malcolm um, and it won a whole load of Olivier awards uh, quite deservedly um, so I've, I think it's I think it's going to be a, a good good version um, as well. Now I I want to just include a couple of shows um, that aren't Christmas related, just in case you're listening to this and you're like, oh, actually, I'm not in the Christmas mood. Um, I just want to see something you know that doesn't have a Christmas theme to it. 
absolutely fine. Um, there's still obviously plenty um, going going on at the moment. You've got best of enemies. Um, but I want to, for example, but I want to talk about Orlando, um, which is just opened. Um, and I was lucky enough to go to press night. Um, it's directed by Michael Grandage, who I have to say is one of my favourite theatre directors. Always get good good vibes from everything he seems to direct. Um, and it's been adapted from uh, Virginia Woolf's uh, book um, by Neil Bartlett. Um, and I think for me, it is a really, really quirky production. Um, it's about identity and finding out who you are, how to be just yourself. Um, and it raises all kinds of questions. And it's, again, it's just one of those stories which seems um, very pertinent to, you know, everything that's going on in the world uh, today. Um, Emma Corrin is Orlando, and they are brilliant in, their, in the role. Um, I don't think I've seen them um, being quite so light, playful, and vulnerable all in the same same breath. It's it was a really well thought out performance um, that I wouldn't mind watching again. Okay, initially the production is a little bit confusing, particularly if you're not familiar with the story, which I wasn't. The hands up, um, I've never read any of Virginia Woolf's. Um, novels but I think I'm gonna have to uh, change that um, thanks to this production. I think it was it felt very well grounded. Um, I yes it is quirky yes the storyline is a bit like okay um, for those who don't know Orlando is a poet and he travels through time um, assuming different identities and what ifs. It's kind of a what if situation. One minute he's a man, next minute he's a woman. And it's a very thoughtful and actually poignant, there's a poignancy to it as well that's um, really, really lovely. Um, and as I say, it, it's, it's, it's a somewhat forgettable production. Um, I think, yes, perhaps it needs to just a little bit tightening up to make things a little bit clearer in certain points. Um, but yeah, I, I, I thoroughly recommend it. If you can get a ticket, please do. Um, it's on until February, so you've got a little bit of time. Um, and I might pop back and see it again. Um, the, other play I wanted to just quickly mention is Watch on the Rhine. Um, Donmar Warehouse is uh, bringing that back to the stage, uh, which is lovely. It's part of its 30th um, uh, anniversary celebrations, which is fabulous. I love uh, the Donmar Warehouse anyway. I think it's a really intimate and lovely venue that puts on all kinds of interesting productions. Um, so if you've never been to the Donmar Warehouse, I do recommend that you add that theatre to your list um, to go go and visit. Um, so it's a political thriller. It's it's uh, directed by Ellen McDougall and 
it stars Patricia Hodge. Now it's in previews at the moment and I am actually going to see it uh, next week. So again, please keep an eye out um, for my review, which will come next week. Um, those are just two uh, plays around. As I said, there are plenty of other plays. If you're not feeling in the Christmas mood or you don't want to see one of the many renditions of um, A Christmas Carol, please do check out uh, our website, lovelondonloveculture.com, and you can find out what else is on there. So please don't, don't feel like it's all Christmas-related. If you're not feeling it or just want to simply see something a little bit different to get break up, the Christmas period, um, there is still plenty out there um, for you. Um, so that's that's my idea of the shows that you can see. Obviously, there are so, so many around. Um, it would be impossible for me to mention them all. Those are just a few that I think are probably worth going to see. Um, if you've got any um, other suggestions, please feel free to get in touch and sort of share your thoughts and opinions. Um, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook, so please uh, get in touch with Love London Love Culture. Uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Um, so my next one will probably not be till January now. So what I will do is wish you a very Merry Christmas and a wonderful New Year. And I will be back in 2023. Mm -hmm.